For the first time in what feels like forever, we are back with the North South podcast. <laughs> Ruin the intro. Thanks, Declan. <laughs> Happy that we're all on a, uh, a Google Meet right now. After getting Rick rolled already, it's a heck of a night. Okay, my dog threw up on my shoes. I got Rick rolled. It's been been a heck of a night. There's one. Eagles three. Three and zero, dude. Three and zero in the preseason. Dude, imagine being an Eagles fan flying down to Miami to watch that game. <laughs> so bad. Oh, my oh bear down. Oh man. Over under. How long is it going to take for the Bears to get three wins this year? <laughs> it only took three weeks in the preseason, but I mean, uh, much different. The Bears always start out hot, though. Every. Yeah. They'll, win, they'll, they'll beat the Packers in Lambeau like it's nothing. And then all of a sudden, they'll be like, they won't win a game for a month. <sighs> I love being a Bears fan. No, uh, no what else I love? What do you love? My best friend, Steve Zanelli. I've been quiet. I apologize. I'm just listening in, watching your both handsome faces here. <laughs> that was an handsome face, Declan. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, guys. Thank you so much for joining us again for another episode of the North South Pod. Again, I want to apologize for last week not having an episode. Uh, I'm back to school now officially, and uh, the Schwartz is getting ready to go back to school. He's got a new puppy. Uh, it's just been a wild week, and uh, needed a little bit of a break. And our uh, livers are still recovering from the Outer Banks. Yeah, dude, and I've, I've been drinking since I got back too. Like, what am I doing? Like. My week oh, has I, been nothing but alcohol consumptions. Like, I only drank on this uh, last night. That was it since vacation. I can't say the same. <laughs> Dude, I, I drank the night we got back because we all went out. Um, we, we met up with um, with Megan and some of her friends, me, Logan, and Kristen. We all met up. Like, pre-game, went to the bar. was like, I can't do this anymore. I wanted to die. Like, my, my liver was, like, screaming. <laughs> How Declan is coughing right now. That's how my liver felt. Yeah. I just choked on my... Like, that That wasn't even, like, shrimp that I put. It just choked on my water. That's okay. My liver's in mint condition. Yo, if you're, if you're bringing up the water bottle... Hold on. 
<laughs> I guess I got to pop pulled mine out, open. So you, so you just pulled out a chug jug. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, the half gallon Yeti right now, full of ice water. I got my put it Brita. in my veins. Got my Brita in hand. The Brita I down that leaks. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Yo, those are like the football ones. Back when I played football, like pop half water. Half gallon bottle leaks. Also, and like my mom would be like, "Yo, how are you out of water so fast during practice?" Be like, "Cause half of it be on my body, half of it be in my mouth." It just like runs down. Yeah, literally. But all right, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. And uh, we're going to try to talk about a lot in not a lot of time. So, yeah. Zanelli, why don't we uh, just get you rolling since you got an early day at work tomorrow uh, with a good review of the week. You know, the the 3.30s on Monday are starting to – they're catching up to me. So, it's almost bedtime technically. I'll be before you tomorrow technically. It's gross. I feel like I I haven't done a review in a while, so – I'm like a newborn at this point. Kind of lost, but I'm I'm here. Yeah, we thought we thought about doing the Harris Teeter by the House and Outer Banks, the mini golf. We only did nine holes, so it would have been tough. I think the Super Wings would have been a good one, but Zanelli has an idea, PA-based. What you got? So a couple weeks ago, myself and two of my close friends, Wes and Liz, um, Liz invited all of us to go to the speed raceway, you know, raced out a little bit. That that's place is fun, but that's not my review. Cause I've done the speed. I've been to the speed raceway a couple times. It's a lot of fun. Check it out. Um, it was a restaurant in, uh, Horsham called, uh, McGurk's pub. Um, see, I want to give it a really high rating, but myself compared to everybody at the table, Liz, Wes, my brother, I got shitty service on my end. They completely forgot about my food. <laughs> not theirs. Um, but what what's gonna save my rating? I would give a lower rating due to I got poor service. I mean, I'm I'm not a complainer. I don't complain that much when it comes to like the restaurant restaurant industry. Like I know, like people make mistakes. It's all good. Like I'm very. We worked at the Tooch. We get it. Yeah, yeah, we we get it. I understand, but like the fact that I didn't get my food versus everybody else did, that kind of like bothered me a lot. Yeah, if Wes didn't get his food, it would be different. <laughs> <laughs> like, like um, if else got their food and Wes didn't like, it'd be like, oh, you know. I got their wings, and they were really good when I did get them. Um, I got the hot ones that had like little pepper flakes on them too. That's how you know they're gonna be good. Very, they're very wet. That very peppery flavor, nice little heat. Moist. Yeah, nice moist wing. You know, hot wing. <laughs> but um, the the flavor was de- a little crisp in it. You know what I'm talking about when you get when you have wings that are like really wet. Oh, and nice, the, nice and moist, but nice and crunchy. Oh yeah. Yes, that is like top notch wing. So top tier, top tier. Um, so I'm just gonna give it a seven. I would give it higher because the wings were phenomenal. I got bad service on my end. I would totally go there again. I would check it out. It's in Horsham. It's called McGurk's Pub. I'll give it a seven. Seven Declan heads. Do you know the waiter's name? We could, like, roast them a little bit. It was a female server. I don't remember what she looks like. She wasn't good. Steve doesn't even remember what she looked like. That's how bad she was. Boom, roasted. Damn. <laughs> doesn't even remember. Doesn't know what she looked like or her name. Boom, roasted. 
I could have been faded for all I know. Speaking of boom roasted, have I showed you this mug yet before? Oh my god, <laughs> is that is that for the office reference? Yep, yep. <laughs> Logan got it for me. It's boom yeah. Roasted. Jim, you are six eleven and you weigh ninety pounds. Gumby has a better body than you. Boom roasted. Dwight, you're a kiss ass. Boom roasted. Pam, you failed at art school. Boom roasted. Meredith, you slept with so many guys, you're starting to look like one. Boom roasted. <laughs> Kevin, I can't. <laughs> Kevin, I can't decide between a fat joke and a dumb joke. Boom roasted. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> Creed, your teeth cold. Your breath stinks. Boom roasted. <laughs> Angela, where's Angela? Whoa, there you are. I didn't see you there behind that grain of rice. Boom roasted. Stanley, you crush your wife during sex and your heart sucks. Boom roasted. Oh my god. Oscar, you are. Oscar, you're gay. Andy, Cornell called. They think you suck and you're gayer than Oscar. Boom roasted. <laughs> oh man. I had to do it, even though we're on the podcast. That's okay. Boom roasted. Boom roasted. It's so nice to see your face, Steve. I haven't seen you in a minute. I haven't seen your face technically, other than the FaceTime calls that we had. Um, I haven't seen you since OBX, so Ugh. a little sad. I know. Have we decided when the Bachelor stuff's going to be yet? Well, it's about to be September, so I think we need to start going into the um, the Groomsman group chat. Um, and we really need to figure something out. I wanted to, I, Ideally, I want to do October. I think October is probably the best chance we're going to see everybody, right? Yeah, well, that weekend, I know Whittle said he could only do that, like, Friday night, maybe a little bit of Saturday. But October 7th, that weekend, I, um, I'm on I'm on fall break. Like, and I don't have school the 10th or the 11th that Monday or Tuesday, so I can hang out for a couple of days. So, so do we think that that Friday the 7th would be the best day? Yeah, we could always do that. And then even if Whittle can't hang out super long, excuse me, we could always do something with, um, like, the, the 8th and 9th, too. So... Because I know I'll bring I'll be bringing Austin with me and possibly Logan too. Worst case scenario, we could do a Sunday night, and I'll just take off that Monday. Well, I just I don't know what Logan and Austin's schedule look like too, so that's why we got to figure it out. But mm-hmm. if we could try for that I'll weekend, shoot, it'd be great. I'll shoot a message out after I get off the pod. I know you guys will be on the pod, but I'll I'll just try and see where everybody else's heads are at. Yeah, just Trying tell me thinking about that weekend of the seventh to be good. Yeah. Cool. Well. Mr. Steve Zanelli, that was a, a pretty good review of the week. And um, anything else you'd like to say to our viewers, our listeners? Um, I missed being on here. I, I missed the pod. You know, I, I feel like I, I've been, like, away for a while, even though it really hasn't been that long. It's been three but, weeks. Um, yeah, well, we'll get you back on for a full yeah. episode. The football starting back up soon. Oh, yeah. We'll get you on a football. We're, we're gonna, we'll do, a, like, a recap on, like, a Sunday night or something when the Eagles and Bears aren't playing on a Sunday night. Also, um, I just realized I forget if it was yesterday or today that I read it. Um, happy nineteenth uh, birthday to Barstool Sports. Yeah, I think it was yesterday, right? It was either yesterday or today. I don't remember when I read it. It I was like I it saw was Port- Portnoy posted about it. Oh three, yeah, oh three. It's crazy. So shout out Barstool. Shout um, out Barstool. I love you guys, and I hope you guys have a great night. Happy birthday, Big Cat. Ha- <laughs> 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 All right, Steve. All right, you. boys. I'll talk to you. Bye-bye. Later. What a guy. It's a cute guy. Good guy. Oh, now we're up and down on this pin. This is weird.
I'm going to try to unpin us. And then I'm going to try to pin us again. Guys, I stink at technology. So this is fun. Oh, we're on top of each other. That's okay. We're not side by side. That's okay. I like it better when we're side by side. This is going to stay in the pod, too. I don't really care. I'll be the one editing. You want to try it? You are? You said you wanted me to. I would like you to, but... Yeah, I'll do it. What a guy. I'll give you my info. All right, guys. This is my login info. No. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. What I meant to ask Steve, I wanted to see who he was going to target at 10. That's what I meant to ask him before he left. I forgot. Womp womp. Yeah. Who are you targeting at five or four? Well, we've talked about it. Five, yeah. Well, if we let's just walk through the board real quick. Like we, I know we've talked about it, but I think um, here's my thing. Rob is gonna get somebody so good at four. Stupid, dude. Like he's gonna he's gonna get Cooper Cup, Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson, one of the three. Yeah, because I think Logan's probably gonna go just uh, Jonathan Taylor. Which means you're probably going to go Justin Jefferson. Which means Rob can go anywhere from... It, it depends on... Um, oh, shit. Who's picking third? Wes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. He's going to go running back. There was a time for about three days where I'm like, I'm not going to tell anybody, but I'm going to take CMC too. And my reason was... I have the second pick. If I'm the idiot that passes up on him and he goes three and he has a phenomenal season, I'll look like an idiot. No, I, but no, I don't think you will, in my opinion, because I I think at least half of us are in the same boat. And at same, I'll be kicking myself in the foot. In the ass? Nope, kicking myself in the foot. With your other foot? Yep. Okay, that's different. All right, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like Najee Harris a lot. You know that. I love Austin Eckler. If he's there, if if, if Eckler's there at five, I'm taking him so fast. Um, Problem with Najee for me is he gets like eighty five percent of snaps. What you just mean? You think he's going to get run down? Yes, I feel like they're going to burn him out so fast. I mean, I don't think they will this year. If anything, it'll happen next year or the following. <laughs> no, I got you. It it what like if there's a if there's something that should concern you it should be that I think moving forward but not not this year it's only year yeah. two and, and and that's why I say we talked about it before the pod Kenyon Drake just got released I think that's a phenomenal spot for Pittsburgh to take okay. to take ten maybe even fifteen percent of them snaps away from Najee because Kenyon Drake is another good talent I agree but they like Benny Snell a lot too mm-hmm. I like Benny Snell. Excuse me. But I, I just I don't like Najee getting eighty five percent of the yeah. I mean high key I'd be okay with Derrick Henry if he falls to five too. Like the because even mm-hmm. if he doesn't get all the yards, he gets all the goal line he he scores touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So either way, I mean I, I think at five I'm gonna get somebody really good. I think Dalvin Cook's gonna have a good year. Yeah. Well I mean shit if Whittle can get him at like six or seven. Um I, another thing I want to talk about we're two weeks away from football, and Alvin Kamara hasn't had a suspension yet. Yeah, I don't think it's – I haven't heard anything. Is he going to get suspended? 
I don't know. Look it up. Let me know. Because I haven't seen anything. I've looked it up. And I thing I saw was from June 14th, 2022, Alvin Kamara likely to face six-game suspension. Yeah. So if he doesn't get suspended, he should be a first-round pick. Let me look. That, that's another guy you can look at at pick five. We'll know more when the draft happens. But that's the next I don't want him. You don't want him no matter what? I mean, if he's not going to get suspended, sure. Because, you know, he does everything for that team. Mm-hmm. Especially Thomas back. I think some people might think that only, like, that hinders him. I think it does the opposite. I think with Michael Thomas and Chris Olave now in the fold, too, with Jarvis Landry, mm-hmm. I think that just makes Alvin Kamara's value go up. You know what I mean? Because out of the backfield, if those guys are covered, you have him or you're going to run the ball with him. You draw a plate. Like, he does so much. He's a Swiss Army knife. You know what I mean? So, my Um, question is, why wouldn't you want him? Because the possibility of the suspension. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll know know more next Sunday. What? Is there there something going on? He he hasn't been suspended yet. I know, but when you say next Sunday, what do you mean? Like... Next Sunday's the draft. Okay. Well, I, I'm not going to take him if he's there. So it's not like there's what's there to know. Like, there's nothing to know. I'm not taking him. But next Sunday, if he's not suspended, he won't be. He, he's not going to get a suspension. I don't know. I mean, you see him getting a suspension seven game, seven days before week one. The current date scheduled for his next court appearance is September 29th, three days before the Saints week four uh, game against Minnesota in England. And it, the NFL, a lot of the times, will wait until um happens in the rulings. Okay. So, I don't know. I just don't think the risk is worth the reward with, with mm-hmm. the other players that are going to be there. No, I gotcha. If he was, like, the number one running back and he fell to five, that's different. But, like, I don't think he's the number <laughs> one running back. So. Oh, man. That's going to be very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. You don't know where CMC is going to go. You don't know where Saquon is going to go. You don't know where Alvin Kamara is going to go. See how early the quarterbacks might go. I have the second pick, and I have no clue who I'm taking. Yeah. I, I mean, I have an idea, but. I have no clue at five. I mean, I've done a few mocks, so like I know generally who's there. Mm-hmm. But every mock, there's been like different players available. Every mock I've done. You'll get either Najee or Henry. I would expect to. Yeah. Worst, worst, you'll get Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Hey, by the way, how hard? I know that like we're not Cardinals fans. How hard are you rooting for Pools to get seven more home runs before the end of the season and oh, get seven hundred? The whole the whole league is. I I hope. God, I hope. I don't know if he will. I know he's been hot as of late, but I hope he gets seven hundred. I don't see it happen. I don't either. But he just went too long homerless earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's my question, though. I think with – if you um, – Ali Marmal, the um, the manager, mm-hmm. do you start putting him in against both righties and lefties to try to let him get the record? Or do you just play him against solely lefties still? It's It's a tough question because as a fan, yes. But as a coach – of the team who's currently in first place in the central in first place. And you're, they're not, they're very hot. I don't think they'll lose it by putting 
Albert there. But if you end up doing that, and God forbid, Cardinals lose the first place spot, the fans will be calling for his head. I think yes and no on that. Calling for his head. I think if it was anybody but Albert, yes. But I think because everybody wants to see him get 700, I don't think it would be crazy to do, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's it'll be interesting to see. I, I mean, I, I hope he gets 700, man. I really do. I mean, I think that the two greatest the two greatest players um, of my generation, I mean, Trout is now, but I mean, like, from the time I was growing up, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, in my opinion, it's Pujols and, and Miguel Cabrera. You know, like, hit or yeah, Molina not great. What's up? Dottier Molina, not far behind. I mean, hit, like, hitting, just pure hitting. Yeah. No, I gotcha. Yeah. No, they 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 carried that that time. That's when Madison Bumgarner was elite. Mad Barb Grinky was untouchable. CC Sabathia had a few years. Roy Holiday, Cliff Lee, you know all them boys. Excuse me. Oh, I completely forgot the UFC pay per view that we did not talk about. Not even a little bit. Well, we didn't talk about it because we didn't do a pod last week. Well, but if you guys have watched our. Previous is drafts. We did uh, our most hated athletes or sports, or our most hated MMA fighters in sports. Uh, we did most hated athletes. Mario Rusman, yeah, number two on my list. <laughs> and he got knocked out. I was so happy. Less than a minute left, too, right? Yeah, less than a minute left, and Usman was winning the fight. Yeah, by far. He, yeah, he he was winning the fight. And Edwards just threw it through a jab. That's that's one of the that's one of the greatest. And like I think it was either Joe or DC, you know Joe Rogan or, or Daniel Cormier, who said that might be the best like knockout kick in a title fight of all time. Mm-hmm. When it happened, who it was against, what was going on in the fight, just when he put it all together, and just how technically beautiful it was to like kind of fake left a little halfway throw right as you're moving forward and just kick perfectly to the temple left foot like magical dude just that was and i mean that's leon's known as one of the best technical fighters in all of you know mma but yeah crazy dude just you could not have he could not have done that any cleaner like it was there's something about a knockout in the ufc too dude that like and you watch in the slow motion and uh like Kamaru's knees just buckled, like he just fell, like like he was dropping to prey, like it was. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, wild! Did you read the article about um, best MMA fighters from? I think it was like forty two to twenty one. What like? What do you mean? From age. Age oh, forty. No. Just listen from twenty eight to I believe thirty two. Okay. 28, the best fighter they got there, Hamzat Chimaev. Uh, yeah. Notable guys, Brandon Moreno. Mm-hmm. 29, Yuri Prohaska. Notable yeah, guys, Piotr Jan, Sergio Pettis, Sean Brady. 30, Islam Makachev. Yeah. Notable guys, Rose, Nami Yunez, Max Holloway. 30, so they have 20, Islam rated above Max. 
as they should. No, no, no. I agree. I just a year ago that people would have been like, yeah, okay. Of course, I got you. Crazy to see you. Yeah. Thirty-one. They got Leon Edwards. Okay. Really, Robert Whitaker's thirty-one. Yeah, he's still young. Notable guys: Robert Whitaker, Brian Ortega, Marab, and Curtis Blades. Good names. And thirty-two, Charles Dubronk. Notable guys: Zhang Welly, Kayla Harrison, Corey Anderson. And then at thirty-three, Alex Volkanovski. Other fighter votes. Adesanya, Gaethje, Poirier, Benil Dariush. So 33 is the best one so far. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. And then 34, you got Amanda Nunes. Okay. Other fighters receiving votes, Valentina Shevchenko, Devinson Figueredo, Conor McGregor, Carla Esparza. That's another good one. Yeah. And then 35, Kamaru Usman. Yeah. John Jones, Francis Ngannou, Henry Cejudo. Isn't that crazy, though? Like, John Jones is still only 35 years old. Yeah. How good he was ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Just, that's insane. It, wow. Uh, I also apologize in advance. I don't know if you heard. New pup is here, so uh, it's not a big deal, dude. It's all if, good. If you hear him barking, I apologize, of course. Well, if you hear Luke yakking on me again, no. Yeah, no, that that yeah. that wasn't fun. Oh, uh, it was miserable. Marab versus Jose happened. Marab uh, tried to grapple Jose. Jose. The first round didn't allow it. Second round, Marab just held Jose against the cage. And third round, Jose just didn't have a whole lot of offense. Uh, Marab took the fight very comfortably. And one of his best friends, champion in his division, Aljamain Sterling, Marab was asked, like, what are you going to do if, if, you know, like, what are you going to do about the title? And he went, I'm, I'm not fighting him. Really? Yeah. He, he, he said, I'm not fighting this guy. I mean, I can respect that. Of course, but... I don't agree with it, but I respect I, it. Yeah, I don't agree with it either. Co-main event, Luke Rockhold versus Paulo Costa. Great fight. I don't know if you didn't watch it, right? No. I mean, I was out, unfortunately. I, I saw parts of the um, like the second and third round and maybe a little bit of the fourth um, of Usman uh, and, uh, and Edwards. Yeah, I got you. They had it on at the bar, but it was... It was like super, super like delayed, and it was very because there's so many people in there. Yeah, it wasn't like good service. So, but Luke Rockhold looked very good. Yeah. Uh, they were just, they were both gassed so fast in the fight. Luke Rockhold was his kicks are so nasty. Yeah, they're they're scary, but you know once. Once he got tired, it was really nothing Costa could do. It was a wrap, yeah. That puppy's so cute. I can't. Is he, can you guys hear it? Can you hear him? I can hear it. It's not like loud, but I hear it. It's not a big deal. It's fun. He's just making his presence known. No, I know. He keeps running up the steps. Deuce. Deuce. Like, he keeps running up the steps obnoxiously. <laughs> board, like on the second step, so he cannot run up the steps. What'd you do? She she put a boogie board, <laughs> like, so he couldn't run up the steps. That's too funny. Uh, she she's not she's she's okay with him coming upstairs, but you know he just turned two months, two three days ago. So what's today? Eighteen three days ago. So he's yeah. not fully potty trained yet, but once he will, it'll be all right. But I think. I think he's on a house arrest as of right now. 
Welcome to uh, the pod, Deuce to Shorts. Yeah, welcome to the fam. He's still going. I know, I hear him. <laughs> I love it, but yeah, I mean, it's a shame. I was really looking forward to that card, but you know, I I had other uh, other commitments, so it's just what it is, man. I had to I had to take care of what I had to take care of, so we uh, we ride. I'll, I'll I'll watch the card once um once it comes out on uh on ESPN Plus. I'll, I'll end up watching it at some point, but. Yeah, I mean, what I saw, I saw these are the highlights of the fight. Usman, you know, kind of looking more into that. It was, it was a good fight. I mean, it wasn't. It was definitely like Usman definitely won the fight before mm-hmm. the knockout. But like, I mean, Leon gave it his all, you know. And he, that's the biggest thing is he hung around the whole time, you know. Um, other than Colby Covington, nobody is hung around in that fight. Like, yeah, Gilbert Burns gave him, um, you know, a tough time right away. And then Usman won the fight. Masvidal was gassed the first time they won the fight because you know Gilbert the weight was cut. the first person to actually hurt Usman. What's that? Gilbert Gilbert was the, the first one to actually like shake Usman. Yeah, it like showed that he was actually. And cute. then after that, you didn't really see him be like, you know, like put, put his hands up and like back up and be like, "You got me." Yeah, you know what I mean, Colby. Colby's that type of guy. He doesn't necessarily knock you out. He just gives you so much volume. Yeah. Uh, he's a he, lot to handle. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a lot to handle. That but first he, Colby fight was still just unreal, dude. Absolutely. But he never, like, was like, oh, my gosh, I can finish this fight right now. Yeah. We got a good, we got a good card coming next week, too. Oh, my God, I can't wait. In France. You would think this is, like, its own card, like, pay-per-view, and it's this not. Could- could be a pay-per-view if they want. Could well, especially compared to two seventy-nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To Ivasa gone. I still like, think they should, put, they should have put Whitaker Vittorio on two seventy-nine. Yeah, that could have been a main event more Did so you than Diaz and fighting two seventy-nine. What's up, Ferguson? Is he versus Lee? Uh, Li Jing Liang. That'll be a good fight, at least. Yeah, they also have Kevin Holland fighting on that card. Oh, so they buffed it up a little bit. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna say, I was like, "There's no way they were keeping it that way." No, that fight card was. Got, he's fighting at 170. Moving up. Yeah. Wow. I think if he doesn't win here, he's done. Yeah, I mean, getting old. What else is there for him to accomplish? Yeah. By the way, did you see Demetrius Johnson in the the one championship? Yeah. Oh. Dude, that Great knockout fight. was nasty. Great fight. Hit him with the the overhand, and then all of a sudden, just went flying yeah. knee. Oh my god, wild! It's a shame he's not in the USC anymore. He could have came back. I, I'm, I, I know he could have, but Mighty Mouse, man, greatest fight of all time. Yeah, oh yeah. Know what Joe Rogan was saying too? It was kind of funny. You know, Kamaru, especially before this loss, was being touted as quite possibly the greatest welterweight of all time, and he was actually. Dominant. Exactly. And that was the thing. It was like he was the most dominant. You know, GSP is considered I, I think the two it's GSP, you know, George C. Pierre and um and Kamaru, probably the two best welterweights. The thing that he, Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, the the thing that uh you know Joe said was that you know maybe GSP was the better fighter than Usman. You don't you know, we don't know they didn't fight each other, you know what I mean? Um, times as well. 
different times, different styles of fighters too. Um, but he will say, and I, you have to agree with him. GSP fought some good people, but the welterweight division is tougher now than it used to be. In the sense that it's deep, it you know, Gilbert Burns, Covington twice. You know what I mean? Like, think about it like this. And I watched the weigh-in show for two seventy-nine, and it was Daniel Cormier, and they had this guy named RJ. I guess it was their producer. He had a he had a headpiece on, or you know, he he was helping out, and they had the same argument about what they need to do to be the goat. And RJ said, or DC said, well, you got to beat Leon, you got to beat Hamzat, and maybe Colby one more time, and then you got to move up and win the belt to become the the goat. Yeah. And RJ made the argument as that's – you got to remember, the dude's 35. That's a, that's a lot to do. That's, that's four fights right there. That's a year and a half, two years, maybe even yeah. – I wants to take his time. And then DC made the argument saying, well, you got to look at all the guys GSP fought. You know, he fought Matt. He fought Nick Diaz. He fought Matt Sarah. Uh, he said some other guys. And he said, you look at all these guys and you, and you watch all the Hall of Famers he fought. How many guys that Usman beat are going to be in the Hall of Fame at UFC? Tyron Woodley should be in the Hall of Fame. He's, he's a Hall of Famer, yeah. Colby, if... Kamar Usman was raced from existence, would be the champion. Yes. Absolutely. Is he a Hall of Famer? I don't know what it takes to be a Hall of Famer. I've not watched UFC for this long. You would think, literally, talent-wise, stops him, Kamar Usman. Yeah, that's the only thing that stopped him. Jorge Masvidal, not a Hall of Famer. Gilbert Burns, not a Hall of Famer. I agree. Uh, You know, and there's... I might have to look up George St. Pierre's fights because there's I know I know what you're saying I just think I, I get I get I get both sides of it I, I Joe Joe gives a good points to me too and I mean I know what DC's saying but I don't know I think BJ the Pet, of, yeah, good. The whole, but I think the Hall of Fame criteria is a little different back then than it was now too Michael Bisping good win Johnny yeah, of course I, I'm Carl not going to argue with you on that John Fitch John Fitch at the end of the day, is a very good fighter. Nobody talks about it. All right, so the run through Kamara's wins. Uh, Josh Koscheck. Not a Hall of Famer. Good fighter, though. Um, well, let's say he beat Leon once. Yep. Different times, but he did beat him. He still beat him. Uh, he beat Woodley. Beat Woodley. Then he... Who did he defend it against? Did he defend it against Colby right away? He might have been. I think he fought Colby after that. Are you not looking it up? No. Because I think I remember. It was Colby, and then it was Burns, and then it was Jorge. Or no, it was Colby, then it was Jorge, then it was Burns, then it was Jorge again. And then it was Colby again. And then Leon. So, beat Sean Strickland, 2017. Yep. Unanimous decision. So, beat Leon first, two other guys, Sean Strickland, Sergio Marais, um, somebody else, beat Damian Maya, Rafael Dos Anjos, Tyron Woodley, 
Colby Covington, Jorge Masvidal, Gilbert Burns, Jorge Masvidal, Colby Covington. Can't say it's not impressive. I mean. Oh, of course. You know. No, he's, Kamaru Usman is top 10 all time. Yes. In my opinion, who's your GOAT? Is it, is it GSP? I think I have two GOATs in this sense. I think. Should what? GSP. Technically, yes. And then I think talent-wise, John Jones. So I have Anderson Silva, then John Jones. They're both up there. You can't go wrong with either of them. I'm not going to argue either of those. Mm -hmm. John Jones would be the greatest of all time if he didn't have so many English. But that's why I'm saying talent-wise. Of course, of course. And and the one fight John Jones shouldn't have – that he lost, he shouldn't have. He had Liga elbows to the back of the head. Ended up losing him in his fight, but it's just a John, such a John Jones thing to do. We're not, we're, it's it's really not surprising. But John Jones' uh, biggest enemy is John Jones. Uh, of course, so people can argue John Jones is undefeated in the UFC. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though we could have been DQ'd for that, the Anthony Smith too. Absolutely. So he could have. Anthony Smith said, "Let's go. Let's keep fighting." Andy Smith could have won the title. He's a warrior, dude. Respect. Love that man. Respect. Great, great analyst, too, though. Oh yeah, he he does a very good good job. Phenomenal analyst, very good fighter, very likable guy. Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. So I know they lost today, but bro, how about the Phillies? <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm dying right now. Putting up baseball's getting exciting right now, dude. Like, I know for all of the um, the hype we have around football, you know, mm-hmm. obviously. Baseball's heating up. Mm-hmm. They're only seven and a half up on Tampa. That's mm-hmm. fading fast. Orioles are still 67 and 60. I'm. Are they the best story in baseball this year, Baltimore? Um. Well, I mean, the Astros being 82 and 47 is – very remarkable, but I mean, the Guardians are up there too. I'll give them that. They're sixty-seven and fifty-nine. Mariners, in my opinion, as the best story. Declan, they won ninety games last year. Longest playoff drought in baseball. You come it's, back. I don't think it's the best story though. They won ninety games last year. No, but they were they were expected to be good this year. I know they didn't start good, and they ended up getting hot, I, but like. But here's the thing, in my opinion, with you, with the Orioles, the Orioles, I never thought were a bad team. They were a below-average team all around. Exactly, they were terrible. Some some guys on the team I like, Adley Rushman. He came in, you know, he was going to be a superstar. Of course. Uh, I'll pull up Felix Bartista having a phenomenal year. I love, I like him a lot. Are you telling me though that you thought that? Jorge Lopez before they traded him was going to be as good as he was, and of course not. You know they trade Mancini at the trade deadline. They're still seven over. Austin Hayes, Ryan Mountcastle didn't know they were going to be this good. Jorge Mateo has been a revelation. Odor's had a decent season. Cedric Mullins has had a down year. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like I, I know they have nice young pieces, but I, I, to me, there's no way they're not the best story in baseball this year. I know why you might say the Mariners, but I completely disagree because they won 90 games last year. Like, they had high expectations for a reason. 
Like, if they don't make the playoffs, Scott Cervais needs to go, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, I think the Orioles and the Guardians, plain and simple. Although the Cardinals are looking really good all of a sudden, too, by the way. Just put that out there. Cardinals are very good. Like, for a while, I was like, oh, from the Phillies, you know, I want I want that second wild card. I mean, I want, I want to be the third wild card team because I'd rather play the Cardinals than the Braves. I don't I know now. Would. I still would. Uh, I'm hit or miss. I still would. But you, I mean, you have the Cardinals now. Jack Flaherty, from what I've heard, is getting ready to come back. Nicholas is phenomenal. Carlos the Martinez. Just don't perform against the Braves and the Mets, in my opinion. More so the Mets than the Braves, but yes. I of know. course. Um, but Jordan Montgomery has been lights out since he got traded from the Yankees. I mean, and I know the Braves, obviously, you know, and Soroka might be back too. So you have Freed, Charlie Morton, Mike Soroka, Ian Anderson, Spencer Strider, Kyle uh, Kyle Wright. Like there's, yeah, it's it's insane. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll be happy to see the Phillies in the playoffs, but it's not a, gu- a guarantee yet either. So I don't want to. The wild card's one game, right? No, it, it used to be. So now what they're doing with the expanded playoffs, um, the top two division winners get buys. Um, it's like the old six-team football format. Top two get buys, um, and then the third division winner plays the um, the last wild card team, mm-hmm. and then the top two wild card teams play each other. Um, so as of right now, like in the wild card, it would be uh, Phillies would be playing at the Braves. And it'd be a three-game set. All three would be in Atlanta. First one to two. So. Okay. Yeah, they're they're doing three-game sets. It's just like the um, the COVID year when, you know, the wild card round or whatever it was was the three-game sets all in one one team's location. That's what they're doing. Yeah. So. Really? That's interesting. Oh. Also. Um. Our, it says our call ends in five minutes. That's fun. So, I guess we, it's up to you if you want to start another one. If not, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. If you want to edit, it out, edit this out of the pod, go ahead. If not, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I just, um, I don't know. I think um, Atlanta's just so good offensively and pitching. I just think <laughs> that it's crazy. You know what they can do, so I, I think they're still my favorite. I know what you know everything the Dodgers can do. I, I still think the Braves are my favorite in the National League right now to win it. Yeah, in the National League, yeah. Oh, right. I mean, the, the Mets, yeah, they have Degrom and Scherzer, but at the same time, dude, like the lineup is good. It's not great. Atlanta mm-hmm. has a great lineup, and they have phenomenal starting pitching. I, I, I think the Astros win it all. I just said the National League. I didn't say the whole th- – yeah, yeah, I I, 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 I think the Astros just, are my favorite out of the American League, yeah. Yeah, with, with how good it, – it's not even that they're, like, good. They're just consistent. They're great. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, Framber Valdez, like, Verlander's having a Cy Young season right now, like, mm-hmm. which is crazy – being, you know, his age coming off of the Tommy John again, you know, but Framber Valdez has like a billion, like almost all the starts are quality starts. It's stupid. It's insane. So I gotcha. 
I I just I see the Astros winning it all this year. Um, I hope so. The Dodgers don't scare me like the Braves and Mets do. They just don't. The Dodgers lineup scares me more than the Mets lineup, but the Mets starting pitching scares me more than the Bur- mm-hmm. the the Dodgers starting pitching. Oh, I gotcha. Since Walker Bueller, you know what I mean. All that stuff happened now. Yeah. So, yeah, I I just <clears throat> excuse me. It's it's one of those that I think could go either way. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean. It's very much a – I think it's going to be very interesting and very awesome to see. Um, I'm very, very excited about that. So, we shall see, my friend. Um, you want to talk a little NFL, I guess? I mean, we've talked a little. We've kind of been bouncing around a little bit. but um, Sure, we've talked a little bit of NFL. Do your thing, my man. How do you like Hard Knocks? I love it. Uh, it's been awesome so far. Yeah. Absolutely. Makes me respect Dan Campbell on a complete different level. I already liked Dan Campbell a lot. Love, yeah, love Dan Campbell. Absolutely. This 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 year it's you know, seeing him. Um, let's see here. Jets beat the Giants. Steelers lost to the Lions. Well no, they didn't. What? Or Steelers beat the line. Sorry, they're up like nineteen to three with like four minutes left. Is it? My fault. No, it's okay. I was just laughing. Um, David Blau looked good. <laughs> Looks like he might make the team. One sixty, one touchdown. I hope he makes the team. He's such a nice guy. He was seventeen for thirty-two, though. <laughs> That's not ideal. Yeah. Um. Justin Jackson, nice game running the ball and receiving the ball. He had, what's that? That's about 80 all-purpose yards. Had two receptions. So that's like, that's 10 fantasy points right there. Uh, Pimpleton looked good. Another guy on hard knocks. He's a really likable guy. Yeah, of course. See Texans beat the Niners seventeen zip. I mean it's preseason, it's hard to but it's still cool to see. You know no, what I mean? Could be worse. Could lose forty. <clears throat> Excuse me. Gosh. That's all right. The Niners are gonna have to get used to losing. Uh, you know, because they're gonna lose week one to the Bears. Did you hear me? I said it could be worse. You could be losing forty eight to ten. <laughs> That's the Eagles. Yeah. Hey baby, bear down. All I'm gonna say, Justin Fields. 14 of 16, 153, 156, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Three touchdowns, no sacks, no picks. Of course. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. As you should be. I mean, oh, here's here's a question. You might be biased as an Eagles fan. Let me uh, prepare myself for this one. Got to readjust my, my, my seat. <clears throat> Gosh, let me get some water. Um. Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts, who has more upside? 
both mobile quarterbacks, both I think Fields has better arm, but I think Hertz is a little more accurate, shorter, but Justin Fields throws a beautiful deep ball. Skill wise, Justin Fields is more upside. Yes, I agree. But nobody can deny the fact Jalen Hurts is a phenomenal leader. No, of course he is. And he does have the potential to be a top ten quarterback. I, I and I truly I truly do think that. I think both of them do. I I, I, I think Jalen Hurts can be an above average quarterback. The co- the head coach has full potential in him. The team has full potential in him. The fans has full full potential or full confidence in him, sorry. <laughs> um and people talk about him passing the ball. He's he's I don't think I don't think he's that bad passing the ball. I don't think he's that bad. I just don't think he's that good. Sometimes that sense. I think his big, biggest problem is is that he it it reminds me a lot of Carson Wentz. He sits there and he waits and he forces it a lot of the time yeah. when he has his legs. And I, also, I think some of that could fall into coaching. I, I was I was gonna say that falls a lot more into coaching than you might think it does. Uh, like in, instincts kick in for sure, but yeah. like. When you're and you don't, but at the same time, you don't want him to get hit. Like Justin Fields even took a couple, you know, like I saw he slid last night and he got hit. Like, and it was obvious he was going down. And the guy still came in and hit him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I will say, always love to see the lineman dude got in his face so fast. Love that. I love when lineman back up. Dude, the when the court. big lineman get in there, like, they're like, yo, get the fuck out of the way. Like, oh my God, there's yeah. nothing better, bro. Like, and it wasn't like they didn't throw a punch, they didn't like push. He just like, Walked right up on him was pretty much like, all right, dude, what the hell do you think you're doing? Like, I remember, um, I, don't know, I, th- I think it was against Dallas the first game. Somebody hit Jalen, and all you see is Jordan Mylotta walking. <laughs> I would walk the other way so fast. Yeah. Six, oh my God. 25. He is a mountain of a man. I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm good. Okay, um, could you imagine, like, in a pregame scuffle if Jordan Davis and Jordan – Jordan Mylotta are like standing next to each other. Yeah. And like somebody does something and they both come running at you. Yeah. It's like, uh what? <laughs> but back to your question. I don't think I don't think it's super far off on who has more upside. But I, I do think Justin has a lot more upside. They are they are both very similar though. And they'll be playing each other this year. Yeah, to me Justin Fields is that very content type of guy. Like, I mean, I saw, though, at Ohio State, he has some of that fire in him, though. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, you know, and he wasn't somebody who was just content on sitting around and waiting at Georgia. Yeah. You know, because he, he started at Georgia and then transferred to Ohio State, so. Yeah. Same thing with Jalen Hurts. Tua took a spot, went to. Uh... Well, he took a spot. Justin Fields didn't get to play at Georgia. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma. To Texas A&M? Oklahoma. Oh yeah, Oklahoma. I can't. I got that wrong. That's a shame. Went to Oklahoma, balled out. How about how about that three year string of quarterbacks stuff for for the Sooners? Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts. Sometimes you just got it. Nasty dude, through like three straight years, crazy. Sometimes you just got it. But same thing with Alabama now. Like, who's that? Tua, Bryce Young. Mac Jones before that. Who was it? Mac Jones? Yep. Yeah. Wild. 
wild. Um, who else has got the teams with just good quarterback? Georgia. There's yeah. There's I mean, Georgia had Matt Stafford at one point. Um, there's been a couple. I mean, USC had a couple of pretty good ones. I know Darnold didn't like pan out, mm-hmm. but like I still think he was a great prospect. And Mark Sanchez is a really good prospect coming out. Matt Liner, obviously, a great prospect coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's there's been a few places like that, but Carson Wentz and Trey Lance. I'm gonna pretend he didn't just say that. Here's the thing: North Dakota State; those are two big hits. Of course. You know what I mean? Two top five players, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, they went second and third in the draft. Yeah. Wild to me. Uh, do you, who do you think goes to the Super Bowl? Let's just put it out there. Right now, um, hmm. I almost want to go with the dark horse out of the AFC. I'm going to tell you teams that I. I'm going to go process of elim- elimination here. Mm. I'm going to take the easy way out. Sorry, um, nobody's going from the AFC South. I mean, I think the Colts might surprise some people, but they're not going to the Super Bowl. No. Um, Tennessee's obviously, and then the other two teams, you know. But um, you look at the AFC North. I, I, I truly do think Cincinnati or or Baltimore could be there. Mm-hmm. Um, any four, I, I'm telling you right now, any four of the teams in the AFC West could go to the Super Bowl. Um, and the AFC East, the Bills. I, I, I think my top two are going to be Chargers, Bills. I agree. I'll give you my t- Chargers and Bills. Um, NFC, um, no one's going from the north. Um, Good shot. The Packers or Vikings make it? No, no chance. Like zero? No, zero chance. They go to Super Bowl. Okay. Um, Tampa Bay is a much better team than both of those two, in my opinion. Even with some of the losses. Um, that O-line's going to be... That's gonna hurt though. It's really, I really do think that they have like four different starters off the line this year with yeah. injuries and people with leak. It's it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean NFC West. I might be crazy. The Cardinals have a very very good team. I like the Cardinals. They have a very good team if they can get their shit together at the end of the season. And Kyler stops playing Call of Duty. Oh my God. Um, the Rams obviously they could go back to back easy. Um, well, and they got better. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Um, and I will say, I don't think they will, but I wouldn't be stupid shocked if the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. They, if, I don't. If the lot goes right, the Eagles would make it there. That's what I'm saying. I don't see it happening, but I wouldn't yeah. be shocked if they get there. Jalen Hurts would have to play like a top eight quarterback for them. And I don't think that's going to happen, which is why I don't Sorry. think they will. I... But I, they very much could be an NFC – Championship game, kind of. If they if they if they're not playing on divisional weekend, there's a problem. What's up? If they are not playing on divisional weekend, like divisional playoff weekend, mm-hmm. like the second round of the playoffs, then sure. there's a problem. They should win the division. They should win the division, and then they should win a wild card game. Plain and simple. I'll be surprised if they, if they get the first seed. But how easy that schedule is? They're not going to get the first seed. But I know what you're saying. With how easy that schedule is? I just, I still think 
like I said, you have Tampa Tom. It wouldn't shock me with how good that defense is. The Rams are still the Rams. I think the Cardinals could get the one seed over the Eagles. I think I had the Cardinals like nine and eight, but like it wouldn't shock me if they end up just going like 13 and four. They don't have the easiest schedule, but like the, the team is just really good. I just don't like the coach, and I the, the quarterback falls apart second half of the season. So, but yeah, I think, um, Mike, I'm so freaking excited, dude. Yeah. We were talking about, so I'm in one of my classes. Um, it's the, the history of sport, like in America. Um, I don't even know if it's America. It just might be just the history of sport. Um, and uh, oh, I lost my train of thought. I moved around. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but oh, my teacher's a Jets fan. I feel so bad for him. I was like, oh, you poor guy. But um, yeah, I what we were talking about. What'd you say? They're going to be third in the division. I don't know. The, 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 the bottom three are all very, like, could go any kind of way. I don't know. We talked about Miami two weeks ago. Average. I know, but... The uh, Dolphins scream average. But Zach Wilson, I think that knee's going to bother him all year. It may. So, I think that hinders them. It may. But you move, like we said. You know, you got a hurt quarterback and you lost your left tackle. Yeah. So... Obviously, yes, that will hurt. You pick up a wide receiver in Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, you got uh, Elijah Moore. Jameson Crowder's still in on the team, is he? No, he ended up somewhere else, I'm pretty sure. Kind of just fell off the face of the earth. But that offense is not bad. You know what I mean? I get it. It's, it's not a bad offense, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, um. That that offense definitely has a lot more potential than New England does. Well, yeah. And the, New England's defense is is only going to get worse as these as the years come, in my opinion. Yeah. And it's it's a shame because Bill Belichick's a phenomenal head coach. He can't draft for shit. Yeah, I agree. And not draft for shit. So you think about it, and you you question the future of the team. With, with Mac Jones, because I like Mac Jones, but I don't. I think Mac Jones. I I see Mac Jones as a little better than Kirk Cousins. Type of guy, like he's not one of those guys that's going to go out there and throw for five thousand yards and. He's not going to win you a division, but he's not going to lose you a division. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm just going to put this out there now. I'm going to say it. And I'm gonna throw it against the wall and hope that shit sticks. And I'm gonna speak it into existence. The Bears are gonna be fighting for a wild card spot this year. I'm not gonna go out and say they're gonna make the playoffs, but they will be fighting until the end of the season for a wild card spot. I'm gonna say it now. And it's gonna happen. I'm gonna speak that shit into existence. I don't care what you guys say. I actually think the whole NFC North fights for it. Telling you, I I love the Lions this year. I don't love them, but they're good. They're scrappy as shit. They're not a scrappy team in the league. 
Up there, yeah. The Bears are up there now too, though. I mean, if you watch a lot of the stuff they've been doing. So. There's just there's a lot of question marks with the Absolutely. Bears. Ton of question marks. So. No, and yeah. uh, some some other pretty good question marks. Um, I think music has a lot of pretty good question marks, don't you? I would say. Did you see uh, YNW Melly just got released out of jail? If you know who that is, and I have no idea who that is. Uh, I believe he killed his brother or something, and he and about two years ago he got out of jail for it. Okay. Well, I don't know who that is, but know who I do know. Uh, do I know my I know my top ten hip hop rap artists. My favorites. I know Declan has some too. Um, as well. Music and sports kind of go hand in hand. Um, I think they're synonymous with each other. So, uh, with that being said, I think it's a pretty good, pretty good one of the last weeks of summer list. You know, Declan goes back to school this week too. So, this almost in theory is the last summer list, uh, last summer pod. So, if you want to take it away to Schwartz with your uh, your honorable mentions, um, my honorable mentions, I have Lil Uzi, Philly Zoom, has a diamond encrusted in his forehead. <laughs> Questionable. Um, this is a fun one. I have Easy E slash NWA slash Boys in the Hood. Then I have Tupac and Biggie Smalls. So for me, Tupac and Biggie Smalls, I might get a, a, a little bit of hate for that. Tupac and Biggie Smalls is like a Nirvana type thing for me. Nirvana could have been a great rock band. They just weren't around. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah for sure. It's unfortunate. And it's the same thing with Easy. Easy. The only problem with him is all of his songs sound the same, but he really revolutionized the rap game for, for what it is now. Yeah. And disclaimer this isn't who we think are the best of all time. It's just who our favorites are, like, to listen to, to work out to, whatever it may be. Um, my honorable mentions, um, most of mine are all pretty, like, recent. Um, I have Jay-Z, uh, DaBaby. Love working out to DaBaby. E? What? Jay-Z and your honorable mentions. Yeah. I don't – I like Jay-Z's music. He's not, my like, one of my favorites, though. Like, he's got some bangers. Don't get me wrong. Of course. But um, LMI, she's newer. A lot of that good, like – r&b music like singing stuff now she's featured on a few different songs got a couple good bangers i'll boot up is my all-time favorite obviously um jack harlow thoroughly enjoy jack harlow i thought that'd be on your list what's that i thought that would be on your list no yeah he's he's my honorable mentions and a uh, shout out to joiner lucas my last honorable honorable mention first time i really heard him was on lucky you with eminem um on Com- eminem's kamikaze album and uh, I've got a couple other songs from Joiner now, too, too. ADHD, great album. There's a couple other ones. Like, he's so good. So that's my honorable mentions. Um, my number 10, I, I have I have Dr. Dre here. I know I said uh, NWA, but. No, but he is, obviously. Yes. Yeah, he did his own thing. Great producer. Uh, performed at the Super Bowl. Uh <clears throat> Sorry, his his song with with Snoop Dogg. I I know it's very basic, very very good though. Uh, well, forget about Dre. No, it's still Dre. Still Dre, yeah, yeah. Uh, great song. Uh, Doctor Dre, my number ten. My number ten, I have uh, who? Rick Ross. <laughs> um, he to me, I've I've said this to people before. I think. He's my favorite, like, voice in rap, like, flow-wise. And, like, that super deep, like, when he hits a track and it's, like, him and Money in the Grave with Drake, like, 
I, it's there's something about it, like or a new flame. Those are like two of my favorite features that he's in. Um, obviously, you go back to hustling. You know what I mean? There's a billion other ones, but yeah, Rick Ross, number ten on my list. My number nine, I have Kid Cudi. I'm hit or miss with him. I I like a lot of his stuff, and then other stuff, I'm like, all right. Well, some of it's questionable. Of course, but uh, yeah, d- definitely a little bit interesting. Mr. Rager, phenomenal song. Pursuit of Happiness is an all-timer. Happiness, another good one. Just day and night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of good songs. But I feel like we really don't see him anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, buddy, my number nine. My number nine, I have Lil Wayne. Uh, my boy Wheezy. Uh, again, one of those, like, um, a couple of really, really good songs. But, like, some of his features on stuff is so good. Like... Um, obviously had to sh- have to shout out our boy Whittle on this one. Uh, hello, motherfucker. Hey, hi. How you doing? We'll have to get Whittle to do that on the pod one of these times. Oh my god, I'd love that. Mm-hmm. Um, what's up? Probably if that happened. I'd be I'd be honored to let that happen. Um, even like when you get into like um, oh, what's the one? I mean, Miss Me with Drake is obviously great, but like. One of my favorites is, oh, it's the slower one. Oh, how to love. I don't know. It just it changed it up, and I like that a lot. So, and uh, Mrs. Officer always great too. Uh-huh. But, yeah, number nine, Lil Wayne. Um, my number eight, really the staple of today's rap. I have Lil Baby. You said Lil Baby or the Baby? Lil Baby. The okay. Baby's very good. I think the Baby's better in his featured songs. Okay. Uh, like. I may get hate, hate on this. His song with Dua Lipa, I, I love how he just went in there, like dropped a verse and then left. Oh, Hesitate? Yeah, the, the, Hesitate's not that great, but like he no, smoked levitate. his verse. Levitate, yeah, either, case yeah. in point. I don't think the song's that great, but he he's fire on the verse. Yeah, like he um, he did something with Lil Nas X. Uh, little bit oh, Panini, Panini. Yeah, Panini, he made that remix. Yeah, yeah. phenomenal. But Lil Baby, uh, he's just, he's, He's my. He's one of my favorites. He's one or two of my favorites out right now. Drip too hard. Once in needs with Drake. Oh yeah, once in needs. Like, so good. For the night with Pop Smoke. What's the one too? Is it um Never Recover right with Gunna and Drake? Um, I think keep talking. I'll look it up. Yes, yes. Song's so good, dude. Never recover. One of my favorite gym songs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Lil Baby, he's just one of the staples out there in the rap game right now. Yeah. Other than um, one other guy. What's well, up? other than one other guy. Yeah. All right. My number eight, kind of more of a throwback, um, Akon. Okay. Like Convicted, like that that whole album, just, oh my God, it's so fire. I want to love you. Well, I want to fuck you, you know, but. Um, with with Snoop, smacked out with Eminem, uh, don't matter like, the, and then you go back to even older ones like uh, Lonely, like uh, Mr. Lonely, um, and then you know like right now, um, there's so many more like there's just obviously too you have to shout him out for being on with Lonely Island. I just had sex. Um, I just had sex. Yeah, dude, he kills it. He goes so hard. It's so funny. Sorry. It's okay. You needed to let that out. Um, yeah, so Akon's number eight on my list. Um, 
my number seven, Jack Harlow. Okay. He doesn't have a bad song. First class, industry, maybe they were little Nas X. What's popping? Tyler. Dude, the, oh. the remix that we had Tyler here. The remix of What's Popping. Oh mm. my god. The L Tech, absolutely phenomenal. Yo, already best friends with Chris uh Chris Brown. Chris Brown. And then he's on he's on a feature with Chris Brown on his newest album. Is he? Yeah, dude. Look at all. Oh my god, it's so good. LMI's on a song too. Uh he did a remix with Eminem and Corday. I didn't hear that. Yeah, it's called it's called Killer. It's pretty good. Okay. Uh yeah, Physic, Chris Brown. Psychic, it's but yeah. My, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a good one. Uh, but uh, it's a him him and him and Lil Baby are like the two that are newer to the rap game as of yeah. like and like people talk about like Lil Dirk and tw- Twenty One Savage, I can't stand. Twenty One, Twenty One, Twenty One. Me, me and Evan, Evan, I don't know if you're listening. We have the argument. He's like, you better oh, be listening. That, that bad, but it's it's funny. Like I hit, it's this voice that I I, I, I can't, can't lie. I feel like John Wick. What a stick. Yeah, like, <laughs> I yeah, I can't I can't stand this voice. But uh, Mister Right Now with Drake by by Twenty One Savage is really good. Yeah. But yeah, my number seven, Jack Harlow. I'm excited to see. I'm excited, but I'm nervous because White Man Can't Jump is like a phenomenal movie in its own right, and like to do a remake of it, I'm nervous, but I'm excited at the same time. Um, my number seven, I have T Pain. Again, kind of like middle school Jacobs, like screaming right now. Um, that um, I'm T Pain. Literally, Bartender is such an underrated song. Also with Akon. Um, there's so many like Revolver, like five o'clock in the morning. Um, there's so many, so many good. I mean, obviously, the Bayou Drank, like Jacob was singing. Um, Booty Work. Um, I could just go on and on. Um, and people hate on him. Uh, you just have the auto tune, auto tune, dude. He's got such a beautiful voice. I don't know if you saw, he, you know, the TV show The Mass Singer, yeah. They thought, uh, and you got to guess who it is. Nobody guessed him until the finale. He actually won the show. Yeah, no yeah. Nothing. And he's a phenomenal singer. Dude. Yeah, no, very good. Um, yeah, he he has like a, a couple where like people just play the piano or whatever or like guitar or whatever with him, and he's like just acoustically just killing it. So I've seen some videos of that. So yeah, T Pain's my number seven. Um, my number six, in my opinion, the best musician in the R and B rap era. Drake, Drake is so phenomenal. Who? Drake, Drake, okay. Drake. Five years ago, maybe even ten years ago, rather than now, Drake's new album very questionable. Yeah, I when when I was in high school is when Drake was like his, really his, coming up and like in oh, college. Yeah, his best song on that album, ironically, with Twenty One Savage, yeah. wasn't good. It's yeah, that was, Certified Lover Boy wasn't bad, wasn't good. It was okay. Bad. Um, but yeah, back back when you were in like. Late middle school, early high school is, is that's no, that's when he like popped onto the scene though. Yeah. With, like best I ever had. It's when I was in high school. Never, never really like went nutty. What? Nothing was the same. Take, take thank me later. Another good one. Like that that album's phenomenal. Take care. Yeah. Yeah, Drake's my number six. Um, my number six, I have Kanye West. Uh, graduation is one of my all time favorite. Albums. Obviously, and then you get Gold Digger. Um, 
you know, you have stuff, you know, like Click and Monster, and there's just so many different things. But yeah, I mean, like Good Life, All of the Lights. Uh, there's just Kanye's oh, got oh. so many uh, the stuff he did with Jay Z too. You know what I mean? Um, Harris. Yeah. So. Um, um, it, just phenomenal, dude. Kanye, just he's a, a fucking nutcase, but he puts out some damn good music. He's number six on my list. My number six. I have this debate all the time. Number five. Number five. Sorry, I have this debate all the time, and I get a lot of hate for it. I think J Cole is better than Drake is. No role models. It's is... a different kind of. It's a different kind of music. Of course, no role models. Middle child. Wet dreams. Just, yeah. I mean, the, the album we put out recently with Ninety Five South and all those on it. Very good, phenomenal like, album. The off season, the off season. Yeah, that's what another I'm... good one. Kod, your eyes only. He's yeah. he, he's so consistent. January twenty eighth, right? Was it twenty something? I believe so. Yeah. Um. Born center. Another, another... Obviously, obviously, an old J Cole song, work out or like work. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I got. So. She knows by Born Center, or in the Born Center album, another good song. J Cole is my number five. My number five, I have the greatest white rapper of all time, Eminem. Uh, he is the real Slim Shady. Um, and you know what? I really respect, and especially in like I said with Lucky You with Joiner Lucas, um, he openly says I dropped like one of the bars, like I dropped an L when I dro- I, I I took an L when I dropped my last album. It hurt me like hell, but like, like he, he'll admit that like the shit mm-hmm. sucked, but he'll come back. Like, um, obviously he's not where he was back, you know, when he was Marsh, you know, putting up, you know, Marshmallow's LP and all that, you know, with Shake Dad and just everything, you know, like late nineties, early two thousand seven M. It's just that way. another, yeah, it, it's another. You could just go stand three a.m. Like you just go on and on and on and on. Like it's, yeah. um. Rain Man, you know what I mean, like all that kind of shit. Like it's so just, laughs. That's what, like that's my favorite workout song, by the way. Like day, mm-hmm. like press. I gotta put that on when I do my heaviest one. Yeah, um, yeah. So I thought, but uh, yeah, Eminem's oh, my number five. Shout out to Nate Dog. Nate Dog does a lot of good songs. He he passed away too. It's a shame, but yeah. My band by D12. I know that's not. Well, that's the thing. You look, you look, Eminem was in with D12, um, Fast, um, like Life in the Fast Lane with what Bad Meets Evil, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like so, yeah. My number four, I have Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, he's not on my list, but he's phenomenal. Yeah, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar hasn't hasn't had an album in a little bit. Dropped it, uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Humble is one of my favorite songs of all time. By, yeah. by Kendrick Lamar. Love's a good one. Loyalty with uh, Rihanna's another good one. I love Pray For Me, too, from the um, Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, the song he just did with his, his cousin, Baby Keem. Mm-hmm. I, I forget the name. That's what bothered me. <laughs> wow. Now nah, I gotta find the name. Alright, well, while you do that, I'll talk about my number four. Um, I have Philly's own Meek Mill. Um... Meek Mill just flow is always so good to me. Um, great featured, great like you put on just 
So many different things. Um, Other Side of America by Meek Mill. Oh, my God. Family Ties. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I mean, you you bring up Meek Mill, and it's just like, you know, he goes to prison, does his thing, whatever. But, like, Championships, Dream Catchers, 2 and 3, Dreams and Nightmares. Um, Expensive Pain was the most recent one that I loved. Um, but Wins and Losses. Like, there's just Dreams uh, dreams Worth More Than Money. Um, so many mm-hmm. just absolute bangers by Meek Mill. Um, and he's number four on my list. Um, I know we're doing our list. Have you listened to the new DJ Khaled album? No, I haven't. Yeah, uh, he did a song with my number three on the list. Rick, Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z is my number three. Okay. Uh, uh, Jay-Z. It's, he, he did... He did such great songs, but with his features, he also did phenomenal too. Umbrella with Rihanna, Crazy in Love with Beyonce, uh, his song with Kanye in in Paris, Monster, Kanye West, yep. Love All. It's another one of those guys. Ninety Nine Problems. You go back to his older stuff. American Gangster, great album. The Blueprint, Family Feud, Reasonable Doubt, like. No, what I love too is um with Lincoln Park, the numb encore version. I gotcha. Oof, so good. Yeah, um, my number three on my list, Jay Z. Uh, my number three, I have Breezy, Chris Brown himself. Um, when I think of like hip hop and R and B, I immediately think of Chris Brown. Um, two two people come to mind, Chris Brown and my number two, who I'll get to in a minute after Declan does his. Um. And to watch Chris Brown, it's so funny, come through from, like, 2005 when I was, like, I was in fifth, sixth grade, <laughs> um, all the way up through until now, you know, like, essentially, like, almost 20 years later. You know, he had, like, Run It, ex- uh, Yo, Excuse Me, Miss, Say Goodbye. And then, you know, he goes from, like, you know, Wall to Wall and With You, like, some of these great songs forever, obviously. Then he kind of gets into like a little bit more like the rap game a little bit with Strip with Kevin McCall, um, you know, with Deuces and all of those. And then, you know, now he's really kind of just no guidance with um, with Drake is one of my all time favorites. Uh, New Flame, Usher and Rick Ross. Look at me now is when he kind of like turned the page, I feel like, though, you know what I mean? But yeah, like Indigo, that whole album, phenomenal. And then uh, Breezy, his newest album is really, really good, too. Um, Sex Memories with LMI and then Psychic with Jack Harlow. Um, those are two of my favorites. So, uh, yeah, Chris Brown, my number three. My number two, the real Slim Shady, Eminem. I'm just gonna list off list off some like songs that I could listen to over and over again. Select Collapse, Real Slim Shady, Godzilla, Lucky You, Lose Yourself, Forgot About Dre, Forever, Without Me, Kill Shot, Rap God, Lose Yourself. It's Superman, Venom, another good one. It's just yeah, so good. He's probably the gr- he's the greatest rapper of all time in my opinion. Okay. Rap- uh, just the lyrics he comes up with is insane, wild. Yeah, you can sit there and talk about anything for fifteen minutes and it'd be good. Yeah, and even with his time with D twelve, my band by D twelve, great song. Yeah, it's th- there's not a whole lot to say about the man. Eminem, number my number two. My number two, I have Drake. Um, good old Aubrey. Back to back, one of my all time favorites. Um, Money in the Grave, one of the newer songs. 
like Declan said, Certified Lover Boy was good. It wasn't great, but obviously I'm going in. Um, I really liked um, Laugh Now, Cry Later. So that was a that's a banger too. Um, nothing was the same. Pretty good album. Um, Scorpion was okay. Yeah, Thank Me Later is one of my all-time favorite albums. Um, Views had a lot of good ones on there too. Uh, so Far Gone had a couple. Scary Hours too. Um, once it needs a little baby, like you said, it's just God. It's so fucking good. Um, yeah, Drake number two on my list. My number one, my favorite rapper, hip hop artist of all time. Do you know who it is? Kanye. It is Kanye. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. How's Dropout was my favorite album of all time. It's good. Like I said, dude, uh, Graduation is like my all time favorite album. Family business. Kanye. Through the wire, workout plan, the new workout plan. Jesus, Jesus walks, all falls down. Graduation day, mm-hmm. all falls down is so good. Late registration, like yeah, gold digger. It's just that, and that's the most popular song on the album. Graduation, you got um, blinding lights, mm-hmm. or not not blind? Is it blinding lights? You got flashing lights. You got stronger. Champion, another good song. Homecoming. 808s and heartbreaks. You got you got con, uh, heartless, which was one of Kanye's first songs that he sang. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. It's just I forget who did the the remake of heartless. That was so good. Like it was like singing version. And then and then the life of Pablo towards the end where he didn't was where it wasn't very good. Father stretch my hands part one. I don't even know very much of his old the newer stuff. Really real here, yeah. Well, the out the Donda album was garbage. Um. Off the Grid was probably his best song, in my opinion. Uh, I, I, I'll i take your word for it. But when he was good... it No, when he was good, he's at the top of his game. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, like, he was phenomenal. Yeah. That's my number one. You said, I'm probably not going to like your number one, so let's just... My number one, like I said, it's not that he's the best, but I'm not, I'll, I'll tell you that now. It's not that he's the best. It's just who I enjoy the most. Because it's my favorite album of all time, mainly. Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Post Malone. Okay. Um, I just thoroughly enjoy what he can do going from like like I'll just bring up the album itself. You know, I mean obviously you have songs like Ninety Two Explorer, you have um Candy Paint, Rich and Sad, Spoil My Night, Rockstars on there, Psycho, I love Better Now. But, like, then you go to stay, like, it's, like, a grungy kind of, you know what I mean? Like, sugar, like, it's just, he can do so many different things. And Psycho and Better Now, one of my two favorite songs from Post Malone. Love Psycho. Um, Hollywood's Bleeding wasn't my favorite, but it's grown on me the more I've listened I to it. I love Hollywood's Bleeding. It's grown on me the more I've listened to it. Um, but, yeah, Wow, that's one of my favorites, too. Like, this song itself, but, 20 uh, soundtrack. Yeah. Um, and then there's a couple songs off of uh, 12 Carats Toothache, his new one. Um, that I like a lot. So, yeah, Post Maloney, number one on my Circle uh, Circles is a good one. Song, Circles. <laughs> I feel bad, Garrett just said, can you switch my laundry over when yours is finished out? I'm out to KO. <laughs> so, when Dude, you say you don't, you don't like the album Hollywood's Bleeding or you don't like the song Hollywood's Bleeding? No, it's not that I don't like the album Hollywood's Bleeding. It's one of those that, like, it's not my favorite, but it, it, I, I didn't really like it very much at first. It's grown on me, though. Mm-hmm. I like so. the song Hollywood's Bleeding. Yeah. 
Uh, circles, circles. That's not a bad number one. Yeah. I just mean compared to like some of the other people, I thought you might not like it, but. No, I thought Chris Brown was going to be your number one. No. I mean, he's one of my favorites to listen to. I'm not going to fraud, but yeah. Not if, you're, if Chris Brown was your number one. No, I think Post Malone's more talented. He also doesn't hit women, so that's plus. <laughs> I can't. Yo, how's your foot? What do you mean? How's your foot? Why would it be bad? Is it is it okay? From what? I was just, is it is it is your foot okay? What are you trying to do here, Declan? Is your foot okay? I don't want to play your game. Just yes or no question. Like, how's your foot doing? I think it's all right. Why? Because Chad Holgrims, how Chad Holgrims isn't. Shut <laughs> up. I can't with you. Oh my god, you're ridiculous. Uh, OKC Thunder have a problem on what they're doing. I, I I mean, like they said, I understand that like it can be frustrating. It was in a pro am game, but like at the same time, that injury can happen doing anything. It could have happened in regular workouts. It could have happened. Mm-hmm. I, I think the problem is they got so many good young guys from from one to twelve on their bench that like it's hard to play them all and hard to hard to get them to improve because. The, the biggest thing with developing these young guys is you look upon these veterans to help you improve. And with this OKC team, you don't have a lot of veterans. Yeah. Your, your biggest veteran, too, SGA. <laughs> Lou Dort. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel you. I mean, the Thunder, they're going to get another good pick next year, so we'll see. Might get the number one pick. That's a possibility. I that uh, that that French big man's looking good. Another one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Do you have your uh, this day in sports? I sure do. I'm ready whenever you are. I am ready. All right. Uh, ready to roll. Ready to roll. Ready to roll. Sunday ready the twenty. Roll. Our last August podcast. Um, going back to August twenty eighth, nineteen eighteen. We have Trist Speaker. He was suspended for a season due to an assault on an umpire, Tom Connolly. Did he deserve it? I don't know. He assaulted somebody. He deserves to get suspended. In 1918. Yeah. Um, uh, on this day in 1921, Babe Ruth starts a streak of an extra base hit in nine straight games. Wow. The Babe, George Herman Ruth. Um 1970, Phillies' Larry Boa steals home for the second time in the in that season. Nice. Yeah. Um, 1977, Nolan Ryan, we talk about him every day, uh, he strikes out 300 batters for the fifth straight year, 1977. How do I? Um, 1987, Michael Jack Schmidt of the Philadelphia Phillies passes Ted Williams and Willie McCovey, 522 home runs. Uh, in 1990, Cubs' Ryan Sandberg is the first second baseman to hit 30 home runs in consecutive seasons. 
Uh, and on this day, a year ago, uh, Major League Baseball, Los Angeles Angels pitcher-designated hitter Shohei Otani becomes first player in team history to reach 20 stolen bases and hit 40 home runs in a single season in a 10-2 win over the Padres. Good old Shohei son. Interesting. Um, not too many birthdays today, but we have a couple. Um, 1943, Lou Pinella was an outfielder and a manager. Um, fiery Lou. Uh, and 1950, Ron Guidry was born. He was a pitcher. Very good pitcher. Cy Young Award winner. Four-time All-Star. Won a couple World Series with the Yankees as well. Okay. And um, the last one, Declan, have you seen Blades of Glory with Will Ferrell and John Hatter? Yes. There's somebody in that movie who's actually used to be a professional ice skater. He's one of the commentators in the movie. Scott Hamilton. Really? <laughs> Today is his birthday. Absolutely. American figure skater Scott Hamilton. Olympic gold medalist in 1984. Uh, yeah. If you've seen Blades of Glory, you know who Scott Hamilton is. The bald guy. <laughs> yeah. So, with Jim Lampley. Fun fact. Boxing guy who did the skating. So, yeah. That was on this day in sports. That's fun. Oh, Garrett put my stuff in the dryer. Oh, that's all I know. He's in a rush to do laundry. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have had to do laundry if Luke didn't yak on my shoes. Yeah. Not a boy. But yeah. Um, I'm assuming next time we do the podcast, we're going to have our fantasy football teams drafted. Yeah. And uh, we'll have some uh, some smack talk here on the podcast. That's right. Uh, I made the it to that. Uh, of the, uh, the week one matchup, J.K.A. Jacobs. Jacobs into shorts, week one, north versus south. Did you um? You see your schedule? I po- I did the schedule. I posted it. I did not check the schedule. I don't like how I'm facing Rob the last week, though. Because I know I'm going to be like, all right, like if I win this game, like I get into the playoffs, and it's like, damn, got to face Rob. Well, I tried to make it so that it was a um, – like week one had a couple of good ones. Mm-hmm. Matchup wise, and then week fifteen, I tried to set like rivalry matchups in a sense. So like fifteen, yeah, the last week, Wes uh, versus Zanelli, okay, the best friends, me versus Logan, the brothers, you and Cobb, because you know, um, and then Ropars and Dennis, they're just they're they're OGs of the league, so that's only fair, and then Jason mm-hmm. versus Little, that's a classic one. So, I think I did a good job week one and week 15. Week one isn't as good, but there's some good matchups. I have Cobb versus Whittle is a good one. Zanelli and Logan, they know each other now, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then me and you. I tried to make it me and Logan week one, and then, like, I, I was struggling with, like, putting the schedule together. And mm-hmm. the easiest way was to have me and, me and you go week one, and then I went week 15 with Logan. So, mm-hmm. that shit is not easy to do, to put together the schedule. Do you hear that, listeners? North North versus South week one was the second option. Yes, it was. Because I wanted to tell my brother week one. I wanted to walk him into the league, let him get a win to start the league. Yeah. No. I got a feeling he's going to be You should have put him against Whittle week one then. Shots fired. Yikes. Where's the mug at? Where's where's Ernie when you need him? I don't know. I'm so excited, man. We'll be talking about our fantasy teams because they'll probably be drafted next time we do the podcast. Of course. 
So, yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm uh, just podium. What'd you say? Trying to make the podium. Yeah, me too, dude. Me too. That's all I'm worried about. Absolutely. The shorts. Any final thoughts? No, no. Excited to be back. Hope we're back next week with our with our fantasy teams drafted. We're doing our best. Try to get your Labor Day pod. Mm-hmm. Jacob's uh, will be away for the weekend, so uh, try to sneak in some time to do the podcast at some point. Let's do the draft. So, well, uh, boys and girls, thank you for listening. Uh, please do us a favor and spread the word. Uh, I know summertime, people get busy, but we're getting back into the school, swing of things. Tell all your friends and family that the best way to start school is by listening to the North South Podcast. Before work, after work, lunch break, whatever it may be, working out, best time. Uh, listen to us talk some sports. Um, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the good stuff. Um, let us know what you want to hear, what you think about Declan's first episode, uh, editing the pod. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned for uh, more more content. And uh, we are incredibly excited, especially with football, getting ready to start back up uh, We'll be real busy talking to you about some sports. So uh, in the meantime, uh, have a great week, everybody. Again, thank you for for joining us and bringing us back this week after a little hiatus. Uh, Yeah. So for the shorts, this is Jacobs signing off. Peace out, guys.